I'm Sarah Myerskoff, and this is the Insurance Brokers Podcast, where we're talking to the personalities and the businesses that sit behind our industry. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe on your chosen podcast streaming platform. Good morning, Merlin. Thank you very much for joining me today on the Insurance Brokers Podcast. Uh, it's quite an exciting topic we're talking about, not least because we love doing events and you guys have got an incredible event coming up. Uh, but before we talk about it, do you just want to give a bit of an overview about who you are and uh, tell me a little bit about InsureTech Connect? Yeah, absolutely. So I am the head of content at uh, ITC DIA Europe. Essentially, my role is to look after all of the digital content that we do. So that's articles, um, uh, webinars and interviews and things like that. Uh, Also sitting on the team for the production side of things. So that's booking the speakers, writing the agenda for the event. And I work together with the DIA team. Uh, very closely on that. Uh, Essentially, a little bit about ITC, DIA. So they were previously completely separate companies. ITC, very big in the US, has their flagship insurance event in the world, which last year had 9,500 people there in Vegas, and also very big in Singapore in the Asian market as well. And uh, DIA was the market leader uh, in Europe and last year for a new European launch, the two merged to bring the, the best of the both worlds together. So ITC being a very, you know, American punchy, bright lights, stardom kind of show and uh, DIA having that European uh, festival uh, feel, two very different elements that we're bringing together in Barcelona in June. Uh, so it would be 27th to the 29th of June at the uh, Fira Grenvia uh, in Barcelona. And it's set to be an absolutely incredible event. Very, very exciting. Um, so InsureTech Connect is, as you said, a huge footprint in, in Asia, in America, building hugely in Europe. Tell me about the event. Why would somebody from the insurance industry need to be at that event? Well, I think one of the key things right now is to capitalize on a lot of the digitization projects that have happened over the past few years. Obviously, we've saw, probably heard it enough times now that all of that digitization accelerated over COVID. And I think one of the big things that we are incredibly keen to make sure is on the agenda is just how many enablers there are out there who can help the insurance industry really drive innovation. Because that's the whole goal of everything that we do, whether it's an event, whether it's a, a webinar, um, is, to, uh, is, is to push the industry forward. I think the specific thing about ITC DIA is almost what I mentioned is the, the the bringing together of those two worlds. On the one hand, you have those bright lights with everyone moving around and meeting a lot of different people, but also that festival feel, which is where people can actually sit down and relax and have those deeper, meaningful connections and build those connections that are going to help everyone achieve their business goals. If you're an insurance provider, uh, a carrier rather, looking to... Uh, looking to accelerate your innovation, looking to automate your underwriting processes, uh, improve your claims experience. We've got all of those people that can help you do that. Similarly, if you are looking to engage with those people from a tech provider side or even from a you know, uh, you know, an MGA standpoint, looking to partner up with uh, with carriers who who have the large customer base, 
we're also going to have a lot of those people in the room as well. I think it's reflected in uh, our speaker list. We've got some of the biggest hitters around, and we also want to make sure that we have those industry adjacent uh, speakers as well, so that you can learn from you know fintech or health tech or even you know big pharma and, and the automotive industry as well. So everything that you're going to be learning there is very unique to the industry. We make, we make a big point of differentiation. And so the, the people that you meet and the things that you learn, I don't think there's going to be a better place to go. I think it sounds fabulous. I know Sam White's speaking, isn't she? And I, I, I interviewed her um, a couple of weeks ago, and I think she's a phenomenal human. Absolutely. Particularly interested uh, about Sam uh, coming uh, coming to the show. It's going to be really exciting. It's always great to have those perspectives on the industry that really do push the needle. What I've noticed working in events in general over the past four years of my life, which I know is relatively nascent, uh, but the thing that I have noticed is you sometimes can fall into the trap of just having the same conversations about the same things. And you really do need those innovators to you know, sometimes say something that's perhaps controversial, say something that perhaps people don't necessarily want to hear. Not that uh, not that Sam White's going to be angering any of our attendees, absolutely not. <laughs> but it's always great to have those, uh, those innovative opinions so that we can really drive things forward. I think innovative is a fabulous word to, to sum up what I know about Sam. Uh, so really exciting for that. Talk to me about the big topics. So you've mentioned, I mean, we've talked previously, um, you've got a big piece and lots of different stuff around the, around digitization, a big move on embedded insurance, which I've had a few conversations about, which, you know, another rapidly growing area that, you know, there's, there's a huge world of current economic players involved in how how the insurance industry uh, is moving forward. Talk to me about the big topics, who will be talking about them, what we can learn. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the first thing to talk about is the overall digitization agenda. Now, most of the time there are, you know, of course, lots of different digitization topics that you're going to find at every conference, doesn't matter what industry you're in. I think something that we are very keen to show everyone is that obviously the big multinationals uh you know the ones that joe blogs on the street will probably have heard of so the axes the avivas um they are obviously continuing to digitize however what we and we are covering that of course the next step though for digitization and this is for a lot of our friends in the sort of insure tech founder world especially on the enabler side is that next generation of digitization which is going to come from those more mid-sized or those more domestic carriers who are very big in let's say you know norway or sweden or denmark you know germany though you know switzerland those 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 players who still play an incredibly important role within the insurance industry within their own domestic markets but haven't necessarily had the a couple of a couple of factors go into it haven't necessarily had the the need to digitize as quickly um they haven't had you know necessarily the, the 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 right capital behind them but now the time is coming through where everything's coming together and in order to essentially keep their market share, what they do have, which, as I say, is a very important part of the equation, they're really going to have to take the next step and bring themselves into kind of a, a I mean, I'd say I'd say a modern world, but they're really going to have to accelerate their own digitization processes. So that's the first thing that I'd say. Um, and. The next part um, would be, I would say, the kind of the commercial element. I'd say 
there's 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 two sides to this in my mind so there's obviously the commercial insurance side so looking at um you know one uh like amelie brightbird from from lloyd's for example is going to be doing a fireside chat and talking about the future of commercial insurance what does that actually look like how do we enable that side of things uh i'm even this isn't even at the event but i'm also doing an interview with axa xl their global coo who uh they have just essentially created a self-service uh, commercial PNC platform, which has never been done before. So everyone's stepping into that commercial world and thinking about that commercial experience and then sticking with the B2B element. What we're seeing is a lot of insurtechs going from B2C to B2B. And I think there's an interesting effect that that's going to have on the industry as a whole. The primary result of that might assumption is got my assumption is uh and i'm hoping i don't have egg on my face in six to 12 months time is that we're going to see le fewer of the you know the lemonades and the hippos um and we're going to be seeing more of the you know the as i say those those b2b players become you know the the next big sexy insure tech i think you know two two three years ago i mean if we think just before all those insure tech ipos that have happened over the past couple of years we were really really excited about all of those all of those players and they still play a key role of course but i think the next big insure tech players are going to be those 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 tech providers um so so that kind of commercial b2b element i think is is, is going to be really crucial of course uh, embedded Everyone's talking about embedded. Uh, it's impossible to talk. It's impossible not to talk about it these days. Um, and uh, I do apologise to all of your broker friends who are currently listening to uh, currently listening <laughs> to it. But there is um, there is a massive opportunity there for insurers to to essentially almost almost disappear and you know it kind of it's kind of even more fulfilling of that old adage about insurance which is you know you know it's working when you don't have to think about it and i think that that embedded piece is going to be absolutely crucial not just the not just sort of completely not automating that product but sort of apifying uh that kind of distribution uh distribution line but also looking at how brokers are going to be enabled further by digitization as well because um, it's my understanding and please do correct me if i'm wrong that on the broker side of things and for good reason i'd say there's been maybe a little bit more hesitancy to adopt the 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 digital tooling and i mean as someone who's occasionally has had the odd thought about whether chat gpt is going to steal his job i do completely understand that um the because it, it just it essentially writes articles and interview questions um, at the drop of a hat. But I think that there's just a side note on that. There's there's no there's no real reason to be truly scared that you've got to sort of embrace that change. It was actually a, a quote that I read from Andrew Horton when he was CEO of Beasley and is now um, the group CEO of QBE, I believe. Uh, read an article that he wrote where he was interviewed and said essentially, you know, change is inevitable, and you, the the, the truly successful people, are going to be the ones that embrace change. So I think hopefully we're going to see more adoption of digitization at the uh, at the sort of the broker side of things, um, and yeah, obviously the 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 economic side of it all is 
stressful for anyone. Again, doesn't matter what industry you're in. The particular parts of insurance that that are probably worried. I mean, on on the on the the traditional carrier side of things, prices for tech are going to go up. Um, you know, people are going to be asking for salary raises. Doesn't matter what the chairman of the Bank of England says. People are people. A lot of people are struggling. So there are salaries that are going to have to go up. Uh, and insurance is still going to have to try and attract the best talent, and um, as as a result of that, they're probably going to have to whip out a few, uh, you know, maybe the odd zero or two onto the uh, on, onto the odd paycheck. On the insure tech side of things, resilience is going to be really important. So the so I I mean something that I've said before is if you look at where the where the where the investment capital is going to go, so either from you know, venture capital or the the, the funds that insurers have going to have set up, or the or even the angel investors as well. I think what we're going to see, and I think we already are seeing it, is rather than loads of money going into loads of different insure techs, which you know we've we've seen year on year up until last year essentially, we're going to see bigger raises in fewer insure techs. Overall capital, I think, is going to sort of dwindle and it will it's 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 a pendulum. It'll swing back and forth um, over, you know, ad infinitum. But the we I think we'll I think we'll see fewer unicorns pop up. You know, it's going it's going to be less regular. But when the investors do see an opportunity that they truly believe in, they're actually going to back them further rather than uh, rather than kind of spread those funds across across multiple insure texts. My sort of two cents on the thing, on the sort of state of affairs. One of the things that I'm getting from you, which I think is really exciting, is this event is going to be about the future. So this is not where we are. This is not looking at the past. This is absolutely where is our industry going to be over the next five years? What changes do you need to make to be in the running? And you are bringing together a number of some of the key global innovators in the tech space, the insurance space, the economy space to discuss this, to get kind of ideas flowing and 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 people talking is that a fair synopsis i certainly hope so um <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm glad that you uh you you sort of put the words in my mouth rather than uh, <laughs> rather than me having to shamelessly self-promote the event <laughs> but, but yeah absolutely and i think that's one of the great things about going through a you know kind of go, going being part of this merger between itc and and dia is you know the ITC has this has this incredible global brand, and DIA has this incredible European brand, and the relationships that are that have been built as a result of those two individual entities, you know, kind of just kind of going about their business and building uh, their their kind of their companies, has just been incredible to piggyback off. I mean, honestly, I don't really feel as though I have to do too much work sometimes because <laughs> there's such an there's, there's there's such there's such an incredible kind of uh sort of database for me to uh, for, for me to work with and there's especially on the dia side of things there are you know the relationships are there that, that are there are so close no it's not the same such sort of scale as as itc but the people who go to these these dia events whether it was you know in amsterdam or munich last year for example 
you know, they have dinner together, they play football together. Um, there are there are board members who uh, play football with uh, our co-founders, for example, of, of, of DIA. So as a result of those relationships, as a result of all the hard graft that's gone into it that I wasn't really a part of. I, in fact, I was at the time I was at InsureTech Insights <laughs> uh, trying, to, trying to stop it from happening. But as a result of all that hard work that's that's gone in, there's been a um, there's 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 just been a fantastic lineup of of speakers, and all are incredibly excited to, as I say, yeah, come come to Barcelona and really drive things forward. And I mean, the key word obviously is innovation. But what we want to make sure we're doing is 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 taking innovation, which is a very broad, often waffly term, and actually put that into action. You know, it's 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 innovation. It's the thought leadership piece of course but it's actually how do you get better how do you um how, how do you actually improve your customer experience for you know brokers or or, or claims adjusters whoever it is so so paint a picture of the event right i arrive on the morning what do i see who's going to be there what kind of uh, exhibits are there what kind of you know stages are there paint a picture yeah absolutely i mean so the first thing i'll say is we'll, we'll have three stages there and there'll be um, all of them are pretty much the same size, so uh, we don't we don't want to do too much hierarchy because you know we we think that you know everyone who's come to our event is equally important. The differences that you'll see. So uh, the first thing is Dia's world-renowned show and tell stage. So um, it, that is essentially eight minute kind of product demos or pitches, essentially from startups. Uh, they're not allowed to use PowerPoint. They are, you know, it's it's absolutely just fundamentally wrong. But we, there's uh, quite a lot of uh, preparation that goes into it. Um, there's 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 some fantastic help that the digital insurance agenda uh, team do in preparing people for those speeches because eight minutes, no PowerPoint is. I mean, I would find that pretty daunting, and I love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> then the so that's one thing that you'll absolutely see that uh, obviously we'll have you know incredible keynotes the 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 lineup is 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 pretty amazing um one thing that actually we're doing slightly differently is creating talk shows rather than just creating panels so i mean the talk show it's exactly what it says on the tin it's essentially going to be the the moderator having a kind of in-depth discussion you know probably about 10 minutes each uh, on average with, with each person and creating this sort of Jonathan Ross, Graham Norton style um, uh, style engagement, which we're, which we're really excited about. I've not seen it done before in the event space, um, very much covering my own tracks in case loads and loads of people are doing it. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just too ignorant. To, to, I'm just too ignorant to know I about it. I think it's a really exciting piece. And obviously with talking to you guys about, about that talk show side of it, I, I haven't seen it done before again. I don't search the insurance space for it, <laughs> so I may have missed it. But I think it's a fabulous idea. A lot of fun, a lot of personality, a lot of, um, you know, the humanization, the connection piece that, that you were talking about earlier. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think one thing that I've always adored about the DIA events is you walk in and you just immediately feel incredibly relaxed. You, it's... There are quite quite a lot of conferences, and I'm I'm not sort of denigrating any other conference, but you know you kind of you 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 often walk in, you go, all right, this is this is quite a lot. Um, there's there's a, there's a lot of stuff going on, and of course there is loads of stuff going on at, at a DIA event uh, or DIA events previously, 
but you do get this sense of relaxation the way that they brand thing their production values are just incredible i mean even if you look online at the recordings that have happened from previous dia events the production value on on, on those are amazing i mean i was in enough plays as uh, as a, <laughs> when i was at school to know that recording stuff that's done on stage does not look fantastic and yet the um um the the guys at dia managed to do it incredibly well so that's another thing is just the the, the feel of the event it's 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 not just this kind of you know hotel event where you kind of go in and, and, and sort of potter about you are going to feel like you're in a festival um and meanwhile you're at this it's it's essentially a festival of insurance and insurtech and that's what we're that's what we're keen to do where where we're um hoping that you just sort of learn, learn a lot of stuff along the way and also meet a lot of people who are either going to give you a lot of money or who you're happy to give you a lot of money to as well. <laughs> and it's in Barcelona, so a win-win on all levels. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's great for me because I get a free uh, I get a free, free plane ticket to Barcelona and we do a lot of site visits, so we're there quite regularly as well. Um, but yeah, absolutely, the location being in Barcelona um we wanted to try and, you know, I wouldn't say Barcelona is necessarily off the beaten track, but we just wanted to try and sort of move away slightly from that, from 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 the locations where you know every every event around the world is. Um, so yeah, Barcelona Barcelona fits that bill perfectly, and of course it's it's there's there's a lot happening in the city, but I mean as a as, as a Londoner, I'd probably say not as much as here. <laughs> but um, certainly, I would say there's quite there's quite a lot of stuff happening. So you know, you can kind of turn into maybe maybe a bit of a lo- maybe a bit of a long week and, and and get away as well. But obviously, there just it just means that there's 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 loads of ways that we can kind of you know better service everyone. Taking people down to the beach, it might be, or or just enjoying that June Barcelona weather, um, which again, as a Brit, I'm if anything nervous about. Uh, so I'll be bringing the fact to 50 and would highly recommend that if any of your listeners are planning on joining <laughs> that they would do the same. Fact to 50 and a hat. <laughs> yeah, uh, long shirts as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about that tanning. <laughs> um, so tell me, how can I book? If I'm listening to this podcast and I want to come, how do I book? Right. So uh, very simply, you can go to the registration page uh, on our website. And um, that's just one way of going to going to do it. Right now, tickets are one two nine five. Also, you can get in touch with us directly if there are maybe group. You know, if there's a big group from your organisation who wants to come, uh, we can um, uh, we, we we can also facilitate that. Um, I mean, hopefully there'll be some sort of link to my LinkedIn profile or something like that, or I'll just you know put my work phone number and email in the chat or something so also feel free to reach out to me and i can put you in touch with the right people we do also have a uh, a select number of uh, vip uh, tickets as well uh, that i'm in charge of um so if you feel like chancing your arm feel free to reach out to me directly and uh if i'm uh, if, if i'm feeling in a particularly generous mood that might happen as well <laughs> um, that's wonderful uh, so you're happy that i make sure your contact details your linkedin profile and the registration link are all in the show notes for anybody that wants to take you up on that uh i'd go further than that sarah i'm insisting on it Done. Absolutely. <laughs> if you get loads of spam, do not blame me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll just be going to my email anyway. Um. <laughs> 
Fabulous. Well, I'm really excited about the event. Event. I think it's going to be phenomenal. I think the work you guys have put in is incredible. And um, I've learned a lot from you and from your team in, in the, the sort of previous weeks where we've been chatting. So really, really grateful for your time today. Please get in touch if you're listening. Merlin wants to give you VIP tickets. I just heard him say so. And yeah, thank you very much for your time. Pleasure is all mine, Sarah. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Brokers Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to subscribe on your chosen podcast streaming platform and check us out on YouTube.